Hi everyone, welcome to episode 10 in which I get to talk to Marcella. I'm so happy to share this conversation with you and I wanted to give you um, a little heads up that there are some background noises because we record this at my house and my house is surrounded by building noises and in-house noises so I hope you will forgive the background noises that you might hear. I listened to it and I could not get rid of them, but I loved our conversation so much that I wanted to share it with you regardless. And also the video that we talk about towards the end of the episode, the Make It Sacred video is available for you to watch. So make sure that you go to showupandsurrender.com to find the link so you can see what we are talking about here. Enjoy. Welcome to Show Up and Surrender. This is a podcast about life, the good, the bad, and everything that can happen in between. From those big life-changing events to something from your day-to-day -day routine. My name is Biddy. I'm a yoga teacher and I live in the Netherlands. I'm very excited to share the conversations that I have with you. How do you show up and surrender for yourself? Showing up by giving yourself what you need and surrendering to the current moment, instead of always striving to be better or looking towards the future, I invite you to every now and then be in the here and now with me for just a moment. I hope this podcast will feel like you are sitting next to me at my kitchen table with your drink of choice, having a good conversation. Enjoy. Hi. Hi. I'm back. I'm so glad that you're back mm -hmm. and it brings back so many memories just yeah. to sit across your beautiful face and say, shall we just start recording and see where it ends? And then <laughs> We have no clue what we're going to do. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's do just it. do it. Yeah. How are you? Hmm, I'm um, um, struggling to answer that question. Cause I, I get that. Because, <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to complain. Life is great. And there's days where I think, no, I just don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and everything in between. Yeah. So that's how I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, that sounds uh, very human. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still human. Yeah. That's good. That didn't change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the last time we talked and people listened to us, um, it was the last recording of the thing we started. Yeah. To show up and surrender. Um, and then... Actually, a, a yeah, a time began where I think nothing really changed except that um, I started doing less and less and less, mm -hmm. and at the same time, it didn't look like any less. So that's that sounds weird, but I mean, I I I quit shop and surrender or quit. Yeah, well, I haven't recorded in months, so. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that regularly. I quit um, my meditation class that was weekly. Um, I stopped doing a few workshop things that I had been doing or had been thinking of doing but thought, nope, I'm not going to do it. I stopped taking in new coaching clients. So a lot of things stopped Yeah. just to create space. And um, yeah, in the... In the time in between, I, I think I still did what I did before, and that is coaching people and 
working for uh, for another company that I like and um, still struggling there to keep my boundaries, which is still a topic. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've learned so many beautiful things there. My Menno, my boyfriend, who is now again in the U.S. Um, so yeah, life has been just the same and yet totally different. I was about to say, it doesn't sound like nothing changed. It sounds yeah. like almost everything yeah. changed. <laughs> did it feel yeah. more spacious? Yeah. That's yeah, good. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I... I there's also days where it still felt like it was doing everything at once. Mm -hmm. So the the maybe the feeling or the experience did not always feel spacious. Every not every day at least. But when I zoom out and I think that's that's one big lesson that I relearned again that when I zoom out I see something differently than when I'm just living my life mm -hmm. as I as I go. So yeah. zooming out made me see, oh, so there are lessons that I'm learning that I have a bigger, you know, in the bigger picture, I can see that it started many years ago and now it's just the new phase of that, of that lesson. I love that. That reminds me of the video that you showed me once about, about zooming out. Maybe yeah. you can add the link yeah. on the tips page because it's such a... It's so simple, <laughs> but just to see what yeah. zooming out actually can mean and yeah. then wrapping your head around the actual bigger picture. I mean, we say it often, like, yeah. think about the bigger picture, but yeah. then, you know, it's this thing you say. Yeah. But to actually take a moment to step back and zoom out, yeah. it's, it can give so much clarity, yeah. I think. Yeah, because then I can see, oh, so um, that moment where I screwed up and I didn't keep my boundaries was not a mistake or maybe it still felt like a mistake but it also helped me to get more clear on yes yeah, so this is what it feels like this is how I know that there's a boundary because mm -hmm. usually I know but I don't take the time to feel or I don't take the time to communicate because I'm scared of what other people might think of it and then the the screw up or the <laughs> the mistake all of a sudden becomes just a moment in the bigger picture that helped me get closer to yeah how I keep my boundaries or how I how I do take care of myself yeah oh, I like yeah. that yeah I had a conversation um, well it's it's an ongoing conversation actually in uh, this group uh, the nourishing circle that mm -hmm. I'm in from Ines and we've been talking a lot about rephrasing things like one of our um, people in the group said I'm so sorry, I can't make it because I have an unexpected client emergency. And of course, the consensus was if you never, it's it's for entrepreneurs, it's for hmm. people who have a busy life. Um, that's why this group is created. And then to say sorry, my business is thriving. I need to, <laughs> I need to take this time to spend on my client. That's nothing you should ever apologize for. So we're trying to change the way we're saying things. So instead of calling these things your screw-ups. They can be either things you do consciously knowing that it's not the smart thing, but you make the mm -hmm. choice because sometimes you have to. <laughs> or it's something that you allow to happen every now and then because that is just life. A human, yeah. 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 I noticed when you have these conversations, these are things that stay in the back of your mind. Yeah. So I was listening to you. I'm like, yeah, that, that's, 
many things, but not a screw up, you know? It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. So that zooming out really helps yeah. for me to see that, that it's not, because it can still feel like I, yeah, you know, I'm not proud of it or mm. I, <laughs> the thing that always comes up in my head is, you know, I'm someone who helps people with this shit. So I should know better. I should do better. I should not only know better, I should do it. Yeah. But that's not true because I'm a human. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 I had that same conversation. I was assisting a teacher training with my mentor and I was assisting her. And I said the same thing to her, which was funny, of course, because... I said, I'm so tired all the time, and I know that I'm I'm really trying to take good care of myself, but this tired state that I'm in has been an ongoing thing, and I sometimes, for one, I'm impatient with it because I'm so, I'm so tired of being tired. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is, I teach restorative yoga, and in my head, it feels almost like a defeat. Mm. feeling so tired when all I do is help people find ways to rest both their body and their mind. So yeah. how come I'm so tired all the time? <laughs> and of, of course, she had the exact same reaction as you do now. She grinned and she laughed because she's my restorative yoga teacher. And she said, yeah, that's, that's, but that's being a human being. And just because you have this gift to share it with others doesn't mean that it's easier for you. No. And that it, you know, once you know it, you do it. That's that's not how we learn. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. It would be so easy, like, yeah. like being able to, like, oh, this is how it works. Now I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. Yeah. But I do think, yeah, again, also seeing the bigger picture there helps. Like, yeah. I, you do the best that you can. Yeah. And adding that extra pressure, like... I'm I'm a, I'm a coach. Or, yeah. I'm a yoga teacher. I should feel better, do better, yeah. know better. Yeah. Yeah, we're adding so many extra layers, layers. of pressure on yeah. ourselves which just makes it so much harder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I I um also makes me think of uh, the podcast you did with Lena. Mm -hmm. Um is that life changes. Yes. So the lessons we learn or the the things that we have in place to take care of ourselves in one phase of our lives doesn't necessarily mean that they work in another phase of your life or yeah. another, yeah, you know, so many things, not only in your personal lives, but in the collective or, you know, in the, the whole world world around us change. Yeah, so true. And that all, you know, all of it has an effect on how we cope with things or how we, yeah... Even what? the weather. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 So now it's warmer. And I, or in, in another thing I noticed that um, we're getting closer to midsummer. Yeah. And there's so much more light in the evening. So my whole rhythm of sleeping totally changes to, well, maybe 12 o'clock <laughs> going to bed if I'm lucky. Yeah. Um, and then waking up later. Um, or sometimes waking up earlier because it's also um, earlier that the light comes into my bedroom. So, you yeah. know, all these silly, stupid, tiny things have an effect on, yeah, how we act, how we do, so how true. we make choices, how we take care of ourselves, all the things we talk about. Yes, I think mostly what we both have to keep on trying is to be kinder to ourselves, mm. right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I asked you like, okay, 
if we do a podcast, do you have a topic? And you said, well, maybe we can talk about this. Well, I have a question. Okay. Let's start with a question, which okay. is weird because it's a topic that I like, but it, but I that maybe that's why I want to ask you it. So the topic that we want to talk about is make it sacred. Mm-hmm. And that's a sentence or a quote or however you want to call it that has been stuck with me for maybe a few years. I don't know really how long. And it just ignites something in me but like many things that I do or want to talk about I struggle with defining what I mean Mm -hmm. so now my question is you know me yeah you look at me and how I try to navigate through life so can you please help me with defining what do I mean with when I say make it sacred Mm. I love that question. I think, because I I got asked this question because of course, I we made a movie about make it sacred for you, and I was telling someone who doesn't know you, and I was trying to explain what it was, and the way I explained it is, make it sacred is doing something with your full awareness. Taking a moment to really, if you're doing something with your hands, to notice your hands doing it and keep your attention in the moment so you don't just rush past everything that's there. And once you bring awareness and your attention to something, it almost becomes sacred automatically because Mm. you do it with loving care. Yeah. Well, thank you. (laughs) Because that's way shorter than when I would have started talking. And I love... I love it because I recognize so much of it and I call it slightly different because for me, I have my rituals in place. I have mini rituals. Like I was explaining to someone the other day that I was drinking less coffee than I used to because I used to drink like seven to 10 cups. And then I decided, okay, it's probably healthier to drink less. But if I do that, then the coffees that I drink need to be really good and I want to really enjoy them I don't want to like take the last sip ice cold because I forgot (laughs) so I got for my birthday an espresso machine so from the moment that I think okay I need a coffee I grind the beans I warm up the machine and I do it with my full attention and for me that's a ritual but because I don't do anything else while I'm doing that I'm just focusing on the scent of this, the beautiful smell of the coffee beans. And um, when I foam my milk, I notice the heat that is coming into the milk as I hold the, the whatever you call it, the, the mini jug yeah, yeah. to something. <laughs> and so it's everything is with full attention because if you don't do it with full attention, the coffee just simply doesn't taste as good. Mm. And I do that with everything. Like when I set up before a yoga class, I also have like, I have an order in which I do things even. Like I make sure the tech is working and then I set the lighting and stuff like that. And I think it's comparable to what you're doing because I try to not do anything else. I try to not be on the phone when I do it. I try to not listen to an audio book when I do it, (laughs) but really just be in that moment so it becomes part of the practice almost. Yeah. And it's something that I haven't done for the biggest part of my life. Yep. And I love how, because of course, 
people who listen to the podcast know that you're younger than I am. And I don't get jealous, not really, but I'm kind of, um, I wish that I would have discovered this very simple thing a little bit Way earlier. Sooner, yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure that I, all the things that I enjoyed throughout my life, I thoroughly enjoyed and really was there. But if I just slowed down a little bit more, I think I might have experienced things a little bit differently. So I'm really curious to, uh, well, for one, what you want to share about it today, but also how it's been, because now in this past year or so, it's really been a conscious Mm-hmm. choice and theme for you you've yeah. really decided I that this, this. Yeah, yeah exactly so how has that been yeah well the first thing i want to say about it is what i notice when i listen to how you explain it and that's i'm, I'm not sure if i ever said that out loud or if we even put that in a movie we made about it but um by bringing our attention to what we're doing and therefore kind of instantly or for me I I it, when I take my attention there it's easier to notice how amazing life actually is mm. you know I say amazing and that not everything in life is amazing there's a lot of things that are fucked up yeah <laughs> um, but um, to me it helps me to see that it's always both so life is fucked up and yet still when I just put my hands together and feel the warmth the warmth that I feel is perfect or perfect is not the right word but it's uh, I just relax so it's it helps me to come back to um that no matter how crazy life gets that we always can find ways to come back to that it's still a, a wonder that we're here as yes. human beings on this. And then the thing that I thought of while listening to you is that um, by bringing our attention to now, I noticed that we're always connected. So the coffee you make, I know where you buy it, and I know you know the people who make it, or at least mm-hmm. it's their business. So by bringing your attention to the grinding the beans, you're also connecting yourself to them. I love that. And I know in whatever ritual you have in your life, you also, you know, the, even the cup you drink the coffee from has meaning. Yeah. And then, and maybe, I'm not sure, but I'm in my mind, mm-hmm. someone you love has gifted it to you or you bought it yourself to... You know, for something, some special intention. And exactly that is making it sacred. To know that, yeah, we're never alone. We're connected in so many more ways than we can think of. Um, So even practicing alone can help you remind that, yeah... The world is so... And that's part of the zooming out, right? We're part of this amazing, weird life that when we zoom out, we're all just on a ball in space and we're all, you know, built up from the same kind of atoms. Well, the whole world has... I don't know how many <laughs> things there are in the in the um, uh, periodic system, yeah. but 
you know, and that all that uh, all of that glued together is what we are. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to, you know, make these connections and um, and try to build our lives in ways that we can. So that you know, the making it sacred has so many layers in it to me and um yeah and my journey in the last few months is really about um weaving it you know not practicing it so much in a meditation class or mm. um i don't know in it, but weaving it into every single minute of my life so also allowing myself when i work for the other company to bring everything of myself there not only the part that i know um that i have to bring there so like my my training skills or mm -hmm. my coaching questions but also my ability to deeply feel what others feel and to deeply connect to how they're doing that's just as useful mm -hmm. as the as the uh, mental and you know the, the skills that we talk about on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. It's I I try to allow myself to bring it in every single moment instead of just the the places where I know that people will accept <laughs> me for doing them. Yeah, I love I love that because I there I go again. I love so much about you. <laughs> I love that. I say that so often, but but that sparks something with me because we talked about this in different settings as well but by bringing all of that into what you do for that company is also what makes you different from all the other exactly. people who are able to do the training do the coaching yeah. and that's what makes you unique and that's what ev makes everyone unique right everyone brings their own personality and when we try to just not just, but when we try to fit into a box that we think is appropriate for what we're doing at that moment, and we strip ourselves of all the things that make us unique, that's where so much gets lost mm -hmm. when you're trying to conform, not even to what is expected of you, but what you think is expected of yeah. you. So I'm so happy to hear that you made the, that a conscious choice yeah. to allow yourself to bring all the parts that make you you into everything that you do and i know yeah. that that is probably not easy and no. it probably doesn't work all the time <laughs> no it doesn't and i don't even think that you know it doesn't have to work all the time but just to have that intention of yeah. not cutting parts of you yeah. away for certain things yeah. is such a beautiful thing to strive for because that makes it so that you can live this life as you yeah and not as someone who i think i need to be in different settings exactly yeah. which is also fine because another thing that i keep learning is that whenever well that's what we talked about before whenever i find myself still doing it that's also part of me yeah. you know it's also part of who i am in this moment and it doesn't necessarily have to be the person i have to be in five years mm -hmm. so it can change but in this moment, it's still part of me and still part of the, the journey I've had up until now. Yeah. So knowing that, and I, that's, again, the zooming out, right? So knowing that I come from the life that I had also makes it more easier 
or makes it easier to understand that it's not that weird that I do things in a certain way because that's how I learned and now I'm relearning or trying to, you know, look at life differently or make it more of a choice instead of a unconscious behavior. <laughs> um, yeah, and by that choice, yeah, I'm becoming more of who I am now. Okay, that <laughs> sounds so... Mm, I'm not sure. Sounds weird in my head. It sounded good in my ears. Okay. So. <laughs> it was maybe the sentence was too long for me to find the right end. At some at some point, you edit so many commas, uh, yeah. that you lose track. I have yeah. that writing sometimes. Yeah. As well, like when is this sentence going yeah. to end? But I know what you mean, though. Yeah, and I when when we made the movie. Let's explain, because I was yeah, I, I love filming, and I love editing, and I hadn't done it for a while, and I did this filmmaking course online, and I asked Marcella if she would be willing to let me film her so I could practice um, the skills and polish them, because I hadn't done much filming. I mean, I filmed my, my yoga videos, but that's you figure out once how to set it up, mm -hmm. and then basically that's what you repeat every week. But I, I love editing, but to edit I needed footage. So I wanted to practice. And who better to ask than one of your best friends if you could maybe make a video portrait of them. So I asked you, okay, so if we're going to film Make It Sacred, what are the things that we need to shoot? And I loved it because it was... Like, we did it in two different days, and it was two days filled with all the things that are so much connected to you, in in my head as well. And the fact that I got to film that, for one, made it feel very special to me, because it's like you allowed me to have this peek into the things that are important to you. And to do that as a friend is one thing, but to yeah. be able to do that with really bright lights shining on you as I have a camera in your face <laughs> is maybe a little bit different. And it turned out so lovely, and I'm so glad that we did it. But I loved also the little things that I got to film. Like when you film someone which wasn't necessarily on our list of things to film, but when I filmed you making a cup of tea in your kitchen, <laughs> I it, it hit me as well. This is something that you do so often without thinking about it, right? It's something that you quickly do because you want to move on with the rest of your day. But when I was filming it, and I was actually, I was literally zooming out while filming it, and I thought, it's beautiful yeah because the movement of your hands as you wait and that one drop that is coming off the tea strainer when you pause to look at things you see so much more beauty than you might think is actually there yeah and you just glaze over it usually and yeah. I love that reminder it it really just getting to do that with you opened my eyes again also to all the things that I just blaze yeah. past because I'm so busy yeah. and I'm in such a rush to get to the things that I need to do. We don't actually but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but taking taking time to notice, it was, yeah. 
Yeah. I love doing that. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I loved doing it as well. And also because it's it's things that I do so often, but not all, not everyone knows that about me. So drawing cards from a card deck, I don't I can't even count how many times I do I do that. Not every day, but fairly regularly but there's a lot of people that don't even know that doesn't don't they don't they don't yeah. even know that about me um so that was also part of saying yes this this is who i am and I, as you said the cup of tea is yeah just seeing it notice yeah and i i struggle with these words because i always use these words but to me it's it is true when we notice it we instantly feel this kind of wonder instead of rushing through, which I also do. I still do. I yeah. still run or, or send a voice message to someone while walking somewhere or not looking on my phone or, you know, there are so many things that we want to do or have to do. Of course. So, of course, we don't always do it, but I really love the... Uh, yeah, the practice of trying to fit it in more and more and more and more in everyday life. I also think that you're already at a point where probably so much of it is already integrated that you don't notice that you're mm. doing it anymore, but you're still doing it. True. And I, I noticed that when I roll up a yoga mat, for <laughs> instance... Like, I always pause for a moment, and I just noticed it the other day. I lay my hands on the yoga mat, and I pause, and then I start rolling. And I think it's, for me, that moment of, like, oh, because it is an object, and I try I try not to get too attached to objects. I'm really, I'm not my stronghold, <laughs> because, strong point, because I love many of the objects that I, I gathered. But that yoga mat is such an integral part of my life. It's so important for me. That's why I always carry it everywhere where I teach. I never use anyone else's yoga mat. I always use my own because this one is special for me. Because it marks a period in my life where I made a choice to change my life and do this. And every time I touch it, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I continue yeah. on. So sometimes when you do things with awareness, with your attention, giving that attention becomes such a natural part of mm -hmm. your routine that it might not be that full awareness, yeah. but it's the little things. It's yeah. touching a surface with your fingertips and noticing how it feels. Yeah. And maybe not s stopping everything and thinking, oh, oh feel I feel this, yeah. I am feeling this, <laughs> yeah. my fingertips are now. But that instant where your brain connects to what your fingers are feeling, and then you move on. Yeah. It, it can be the little things as well. Yeah, yeah and then it... Because when I listen to your yoga mat story, I also think, wow, but that's also such a special way to honor where you come from, you know, or honor that choice that you made, yeah. even though, because it had so much impact on your life. Yeah. If you hadn't made that choice, maybe your life would still be great, but different. Yeah. So by not super conscious, but still doing these tiny pauses also, yeah, connect you back to... The choices we made. Yeah, and right. all the things that came before. Yeah, maybe even the people that came before. Yeah. You know, where we, I, I, I have been putting a lot of time in looking to my family tree. Yeah. 
uh, I'm really geeking out about it. Um, and that also reminds me of, wow, if it wasn't for these people, I would not have been here. And it's so many people in such sometimes horrible conditions that they lived in. You know, I have, I can squeeze my hands tightly to say, wow, I get to, I get to live a life of, well, easy access to basically anything, mm -hmm. you know, water, just water. Yeah. I can just open the, the tap any day of, of the week, of the day, and I have water, fresh water that is not poisoned or, or dirty or whatever. Yeah. And it, and they maybe didn't have access to that, but still they survived and gave life to the person or their children. And then they did, and they did, and they did. And then there was me. Yeah. I wow, my mind is still blown when I think of that. Yeah. In yoga, we also often talk about rooting, right, and mm. connecting to your roots. And I think I now I now understand that being in a hypermobile body, feeling grounded, is harder. I I never knew. I just felt that way. But then to find out how deep those roots grow and how far out they spread and like my mom has been doing a lot of mm -hmm. the family tree as well and it's like in when I think about it I visualize this this really this network of roots going through the soil finding their way and then coming into these blockages and finding ways around to continue to keep growing and it is a beautiful thing and I love that we are lucky enough to be alive in this age where we get to dig and find all these stories yeah. about the people who came before us because I'm mean, it puts so much perspective into life as well just mm -hmm. knowing that you're like at some point you now have uh, a niece and a nephew yeah at some point they are going to think back about their family and you're going to be part of their roots when yep. they look like that circle of life yeah. is just it's mind-blowing when mm -hmm. you think of it. Yeah, and it's so easy to forget when we're in the red rays of trying to survive. The hustle, or, yes. or, you know, yeah. maybe I, I'm not, I'm not any, in, anymore in a stage where I need to survive. I get to, I think I'm thriving, so I'm lucky enough to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but still, it helps yeah. to look back to that, yeah. And that also reminds me that I'm not the only one that you filmed. And no. made a, That's true. a video about. I'm having so much fun doing this. And I still have a lot of editing to do because right now I'm sitting on a massive heap of content. <laughs> but I got to film my mom. And that was, for one, it was super fun because my mom's just a lot of fun to hang out with. But it was also... You know how you know someone so well and you know every line in their face <laughs> because you see them often, but then getting to look at someone through the camera, it's different somehow, I think, because it puts a little bit of distance between you and the person and you see someone a little bit more objectively because for one, I'm making sure that we get a good shot and I make sure that she, you can see her and that the lighting is right. But that also puts me at a little bit more distance and I get to see, like, I, I always thought my mom was beautiful, but getting 
to look at her and at you through the camera, I found myself at times thinking, oh, wait, wait, I have to actually do things as well. <laughs> I cannot just sit here and, and watch this beautiful human being, but I, I also need to pay attention and do things. It's, I, I guess, actually getting to film these people that I care about, and I'm mostly doing my friends and my, my mom right now because I get to try out what I could do with people that I'm really comfortable with and these are people I, c I could ask you to please light the candle again and yeah. again if I had to <laughs> without feeling like a failure which is a completely different topic at some point but being able to be vulnerable and try things out but then to get to see people differently is also a way of making it sacred or making it more meaningful because mm. you sp I spend so much time with, with you, with my mom, chatting, drinking coffee, and it's the best thing in the world because I feel super relaxed. I feel at home and everything just flows. That sometimes I forget how fucking special that is. Yeah. And then getting to see that through the camera and look at this person that I know so well and think, oh, Wow. Yeah. Look at you. Like, and listen yeah. to the stories that you have and to this beautiful brain and the movement of a hand. <laughs> and I just, yeah, it kind of makes you, it, it puts me in awe of the people that I've had the, the great opportunity of filming so yeah. far. So, yeah, I, I love doing this. Yep. It's so special to be let in mm. on that level yeah and it's special to see what you make of it you know because mm. there's a lot of time mm -hmm. but also energy and thought going into these portraits and i've seen a few i've seen my own but i've also seen a few of others and there's just that flow you talk about that we you know experience when doing this conversation mm -hmm. or doing whatever uh, moment in our lives you really know how to make that visible because it's you snap or you know you 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 take the the tiny details like the hand with the <laughs> with the tea strainer um and make that meaningful and special and and help help the viewer see how meaningful that actually is um but then also you, you edit it in a way that it's still kind of a story. And, and yeah, I don't know how to explain, but this flow, you feel that when you look at these video portraits. When I looked at the one with your... I've not seen all of it, I think, but a few shots from your mom or the one you did with another um, friend of ours for her mm -hmm. business. It's... um. Yeah, it's really a talent. Thank you. Oh, thank you for saying that. It's. I already. I told you not so long ago. I already wish that we could do more because, <laughs> as I'm doing it, I'm learning so much more. I also got. I figured I really liked it, so I got the better camera as well. But I. I think that. I, I love having something because I started doing it because I love yoga, but I needed my, my nerd brain needed something to, to do. 
And I think I found the thing that I love doing besides yeah. the yoga and getting to work with people and then just show you how I see you. Yeah. It's so, so much fun to do. And I'm really lucky that I'm able to do that, that I yeah. have the things that I need yeah. to do it. And yeah, but thank you for saying that because yeah. it's... It's something that I love, and I think that helps. I love doing it. And yeah. I, I yeah. You see and you feel that when, well, when shooting the thing, but not everyone does that, but also when watching, you feel how much passion or, yeah, how much you like what you do. Yeah. And therefore, and how much you like the people that, <laughs> that are in it. It does help yeah, that yeah. It, it was you in, yeah. that, in that movie. And, yeah. Um yeah, who knows? What we can do a sequel. Come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making it sacred part two. Part two, yeah, yeah, and also you know life changes. So probably next year I would love to make it a, a different series, theme. right? Yeah. Because then you said that as well, and I I hadn't even really thought about that. But you get to look back five years from now to see, okay, what was important to me then, then and yeah. how do I feel about that now? It's also a beautiful way to remember. Yeah. And just take that snapshot yeah. of your life in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And there's one more thing that I want to say about that because, um, you know, in my practice or in my, my job, but also in the women's circles that I do, in the conversations I have with my friends. I do this, I reflect, I look back, I try to make sense of life, I try to understand myself, I try to take lessons out of out of life. But in this video, I get to re-watch it. And that's so cool. Because I, I, even a few, a few weeks later is different to look at it, but mm -hmm. I can't imagine what it must be like to look at it 10 years from now and then see what has changed and how much I've grown and how much I've learned. So it makes it, it's almost like a photo, but then a video, of course, but I mean, looking back on a photo can bring back so many memories yeah. from that moment where you were with the people you were with, how you felt in that moment. And this is the same, but even richer because of because it's a video and you get to hear your own voice, you get to see how you move, what the things that you did, the things that you, how you say it, what you say. Yeah. So yeah, bring it on. That that sequel. <laughs> we'll make it a date. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm so happy that we got to record again. Yeah, me too. It's been fun, and Jilly is lying next to us. So if you heard pitter patter of feet and. <laughs> <laughs> that that was Jilly. Yeah. She's also very happy that Marcella is here recording. Yeah. Um, we will put links. Will we put video? Of the, uh, yeah, of the, the zooming out video. Yeah. And maybe that's a, a, a good question for you who is listening. What do you see when you zoom out just a little bit from your life and the point where you are right now? Oh, yeah. Can you zoom out? Sometimes it's yeah. so hard, yeah. right? <laughs> you can also zoom in. I know that works as well. Yeah. I'll put the video. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. And we'll talk again soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Show Up and Surrender. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information about the podcast and about our guests, go to showupandsurrender.com. On our tips page there, you can also find links to anything that we may have mentioned and ways to connect to our guests. We'll be back soon with another episode of Show Up and Surrender. I hope you'll join us.